Good evening. My voice is a little low today as I was due to this weather change. My health is not good, but uh, I'm here. Praise the Lord. Uh, we start with a, a joke. In the foyer of a church, a young boy was looking at a plague with the names of men and women who died in various wars. He asked the pastor, who are these people? The pastor said, those are members from our church who died in service. The boy asked, the morning service or the evening service? <laughs> Turn your Bible to 2 Corinthians 11.4. 2 Corinthians. The topic for today, what we are going to learn is doctrine matters. We are going to talk about the doctrine and uh, how much is matters in our life. We, we, go, we will go through the scriptures and we will try to understand this. Doctrine is nothing but the scripture that refers to the entire body of the essential theological truth that define and describe the message of Christ. In other words, doctrine is the spiritual teaching or a scriptural teaching on the theological truths. There are different theologies which are derived from the Bible. I'll tell you a few of them. And uh, like the, the doctrine of bibliology, that is the scripture, the, doctor of, the doctrine of theology, which is, which is about God, Christology, which is about Jesus Christ, Pneumatology, which is about the Holy Spirit. Soteriology, which is for salvation. Ecclesiology, which is talks about the local church. Eschatology, will talk, which talks about the end times. See, the word doctrine, the first two letters are D-O, do. Means you have, you do it, there is no option. Doctrine matters. And if your doctrine is not right, you will end up with a heavy price. And we will talk about that. See, in Matthew 24, 5, and here Jesus Christ talking himself, telling, For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. So what he's trying? He's telling you there will many who will come in his name, telling that he is the Christ, and he is the Jesus, and that will deceive many. I like to give an example. A man coming to a church, a Baptist church, looking to the service and the doctrine what pastor preaches, and he meets to his friend and say, hey man, you know what? We don't believe all this doctrine and all. We only have Jesus. As long as we have Jesus, we are good. Well, if your doctrine is not right, you may end up with another Jesus. 2nd Corinthians, where you have already turned up, let's talk about this another Jesus. 2nd Corinthians 11.4, for if he that commit preacheth, what? Another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if he received another spirit, which you have not received, or another gospel, which we have not accepted, ye might well bear with him. So Paul here is talking to the people of the Corinthian telling 
that if I come and tell you the truth, I explain you the doctrine or the teaching of Jesus Christ, you don't want to hear me, but some else come and gives you another Jesus, another gospel, you will receive it. See, I'll tell you uh, this all real example. When I talk to my families, when I try to reprove them, correct them, when I try to tell them about the false preacher, they always tell me this, this thing. The other preacher which you talk or the pastor we talk about, they don't talk like you. That's because the other who talk, give them exactly what they want to hear. Not what God wants to tell them. And that's what the same thing in Corinthian, to Corinthian Paul is talking, that when I tell you about Jesus, you don't accept me. But when someone comes and tell you about another Jesus, another gospel, you will easily accept it and that will deceive you. Doctrine matters, my friend. Doctrine saves. The difference between the wrong doctrines and the false doctrines is the difference between the hell and the heaven. When Paul talked about another gospel, when I was studying then, what are the gospel available? Prosperity gospel that you will be prosper when you, when, when, when you uh, have Jesus in your life. There is a social gospel, there is health and wealth gospel, there is a healing gospel and many more. But how we are going to distinguish between which is the right doctrine or the right gospel or which is the wrong gospel? The only thing you can distinguish is from the doctrine. What they teach and that's where the doctrine matters. Today, people don't want to hear the truth. People just want to hear God is love, love one another, which is truth. But it is half truth. It is not a complete truth. God is a righteous God also. God is a holy God also. The wrath of God is also coming. And God is going to punish for all the sin these people don't want to hear. You must have heard about Queen Elizabeth who died recently. And the whole TV everywhere in the YouTube. It's all about her. I click on one video last week. And I was... Uh, thinking about her and there was an interview going on where she mentioned, now as you know, Queen Elizabeth believed in Jesus. So this is what her theology was when she, was, when she, when she gave this interview, that this, we are the travelers, God brought us in this earth to accomplish our duty, to love, to love one another, and when we die, we go to our home, and we live with your family in heaven. Well, that's not the Jesus of the Bible says that you love one another when you are on earth and I will take you into heaven. By the way, that whole thing of uh, twin and all, the whole nation and the husband bowing down to the authority is not scriptural. Right? It's not a, script, a scripture or Bible does not approve or authorize that. A doctrine, if you know my testimony, I got saved 
only because I came to know the true doctrine. I was filled with the doctrine of prosperity and I was blessed in many ways and I was given this false doctrine and I was counting all on my material blessing till in the church when I came to know that I am a sinner, I die, I go into hell and spend my eternity into hell. There is nothing that I can do to save myself. But Jesus Christ died for my sin and when I accept him as my personal savior, I can be born again and I will know for sure that I will go to heaven. That doctrine saved me. That gave the question in my mind that if I can know for sure that I can go into heaven, what I am trying to do since last 38 years. That brought me to the conviction, the true doctrine from this Bible who saved my soul and my, my family's soul. That's why I said you, doctrine matters. The difference is between the hell and the heaven. Many people have Jesus. But did, did Jesus say that everyone who knows my name will come into heaven? Rather he said, many will come into my name and in, those, in that day, he's talking about the judgment and tell, Lord, I have done so many things in your name and Lord said, I, will not, I don't know you. Why is that? Because they did not follow the doctrine. They only have Jesus. They did not have his word. See, I talk to, as you know, my most of the ministry I realize is to talking to a Christian, so-called Christian who are in religion, like the way I was, and they have no relationship with Lord. When I talk to these people, they all have Jesus. They all have Jesus. When I talk to them, I ask them the question, and I tell them, hey, you, you can know for sure that you are going to go heaven, they answer me back. So these are the people I'm talking about who call themselves a Christian, who believe in the name of Jesus. So this is their answer. At the end, Lord will decide what is right, what is wrong, if you did good work, if you did bad work, and there will be some calculation, and based of that, on that, at the end of your life, Lord takes a call and he will put you into heaven or hell. They do have the doctrine. They do have some understanding, but that doctrine is not from the Bible. What point I am trying to tell you is they do have the Jesus, but the, they do not have the teaching or the doctrine of the Bible. Turn your Bible to Matthew 7.28. Let's see from the Bible. Let's see from the Bible, Matthew 7.28, and there are so many scriptures. I don't know if you have enough time to go through all of that, but I want to highlight few of them. This is the teaching of a Jesus in his earthly ministry when he taught for three and a half years. When, the, when he teaches doctrine, what did people say in Matthew 7, 7, 28? And it came to pass when Jesus had ended this saying, the people were astonished at his doctrine. The doctrine which he preached. This people was already was believing in something. If they are Jews, they, their beliefs was different. 
they was believing into the Old Testament. Now Jesus came, gave them the teaching. He cleared all the error through what? Through the doctrine. The people was amazed and astonished at his doctrine. Turn your more pages to John 7.16. John 7.16. We'll see some scripture. It's so wonderful to see how much the word doctrine is mentioned in the Bible and so many times. John 7.16, he says, Jesus answered them and said, My doctrine is not mine, but his that sent me. So basically, he's surrendering to the authority to the Lord, and he himself is Lord. So what he's trying to tell us is how important it is to understand, to know the doctrine or the teaching of the Lord. Some more page, John 18, 19. John 18, 19. Just turn your Bible there, John 18, 19. And I'll read it for you. It says, the high priest then asked Jesus of his disciples and of his doctrine. So it's all about what he is teaching. So these are the high priests which they already was having something, their own understanding. And then Jesus preached them. And then what they say, they ask about his doctrine. Turn your Bible again to Acts 2.42. As I mentioned so many times the reference of the doctrine, this word is given to us that stay in the doctrine, believe in the doctrine, the doctrine matters. And many times we just, we just ignore this. And as I said, the penalty for not knowing the right doctrine is heavy. Acts 2.42. Now, whenever the Acts 2.42 comes, immediately we should come into our mind, right? What is Acts 2.42? Oh, this is the Pentecostal day. The church started over here. The uh, Peter uh, uh, preached the message, right? And in Acts 2.42, they said, now what happens, right? The people preach, Peter preached the message, 3,000 3, got saved. What did they do after they got saved? So Acts 2.42, they says, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of the bread, and in prayer. What did they learn first? What was the first thing which came? Apostles, apostles' doctrine. From where did the apostle got the doctrine? Now as you know, Jesus was here in three and a half years who ministered to these people. That was their Bible college for three and a half years. What a wonderful teaching from first-hand teaching from the, they got from the Lord. And as you know, I will read up a scripture for you, 2 Peter 1.21. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but the holy man of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So this doctrine is not from some man, but this doctrine is from the Lord. And that's where in every scripture and many of the scripture, and there are so many references, Lord gives us, or the Bible teaches us that how much doctrine is useful. It helps us to divide the word from the right and the wrong. It helps us to identify the person, what is his teaching. Now that's why it is very much important for us to concentrate on the doctrine because though this Bible was written uh, 2000 years before or the New Testament which was written, 
but it is so prominent in today's days. I'll root, uh, turn your Bible to Ephesians 4.14. We are talking about now the new teaching and the false doctrine. So Bible does not only teach us the right, that you have to concentrate on the right doctrine, continue on the right doctrine, but it also warns us about the false teaching or the false doctrine. Ephesians 4.14, it says that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried out about the every wind of doctrine. So he's talking about the doctrine, the false doctrine, right? Carried about every wind of doctrine by the slay of man and cunning craftness. See the words there. A slate of man and the cunning craftness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. How they can deceive you or many people or how, how much I was also deceived and many people are deceived with the, with the slate of a man that is nothing but the deception of the man or the, de or the doctrine which devil gives to them. See this scripture when I was reading is very true are very real in today's days. This false doctrine, if you want to see, started from Genesis. The temptation which devil gives to Eve, that was a religious temptation, that you can be your own God. What he, what he was trying to do, it twists the word of God. He twist the word of God, gave the religious temptation to you, Eve, that you can be your own God, and she fall for that. Now there is a difference between them and us. They were spiritual. They did not fall into the sin before this thing happened. Now, right now, our condition is not the same. We are born into the sin. This earth is cursed. And now someone when gives the false doctrine, imagine how much is the impact. How easily a man can get deceived when the false doctrines comes and if there is no one who teaches us the truth. And that's why it is very much necessary, we being a Christian, once we are born again and the saved, that we should continue to study. Remember in your life, no matter you are a pastor, servant, deacon, or church member, we should always be a student of the word of God. We should always be a student. That will not only help us in our spiritual growth, but that will also help us whenever such opportunity comes. As I told you, I got saved because someone told me the right doctrine. That this is what Lord says, and as the two-edged sword, when the word of God entered, it started convicting me. Second Timothy 4.3 said, all these verses which I am giving to you, now we are talking about the false doctrine. Second Timothy 4.3 and 4.4, I will read it for you. For the time will come when they will not endure what? Sound doctrine. But after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned into fables. All the mainline preacher which you see, 
nowadays that cunning craftness what we heard right they are a good influencer they have the style that's why they were able to deceive many when you are not saved now you may not able to relate that because i was and i can relate very easily because i was there for so many years i used to follow joel austin i used to follow stephen fortick i used to follow uh, many of these mainstream preacher which are in america and we get the translated message in our language in india now when you are not born again you are you don't have the spiritual understanding you do not understand anything but when you are born again lord opens your spiritual understanding and then you will know what they preach is completely wrong that's not the teaching or the doctrine what bible teaches if you hear sometimes joel austin or all these people see steven fordick will go till till this level that the same temptation that you are can be your own god which devil has given to eve the same thing you will hear in many of his preaching is the same game till now if you hear joel austin he gives us the same thing that god is love we do have some issues here and there i'm not telling that we do not have issues but god is so loving that he don't want any one of us to go into the hell and the whole crowd goes amen why is that because they want to hear that you tell them about the sin you tell them about the judgment you tell them their truth what will happen is the churches will be empty now as i told you they what did we read having a itching ears in one of the interview i heard this mainstream speaker telling all the ways goes to heaven does not matter which way you worship all connected to the same god and there are different different ways to go into heaven these are the so called christian preacher on the pulpit preach to the people bible calls them as the wolves in sheep clothing i'll read a chapter for a verse for you matthew 7 matthew 7:15 beware of false prophet which come to you in sheep clothing but inwardly they are ravening wolves well when you see them they does not look like a wolves they look like a man right they look like a man a handsome man well dressed in some of the churches but then how you know they are ravening wolves is from the doctrine they preach it it's from the truth which they twist and give it to the people i'll tell you why it matters i'll tell you why it matters why doctrine matters a lot when i preach to my family when preach to my people there is a wall in between imagine there is a wall in between a huge strong wall these people are standing on the other side of the wall they do have their own identity or their own jesus i feel like i am standing on this side of the wall and calling them hey come this side you are going to die that side all the people on that side will die and spend their eternity into the hell they don't listen it they don't listen 
no matter how much you call them, no matter how much you shout, you tell them, hey, there is a door. This wall, there is a door. The name of the door is Jesus and there is a key. The key is a gospel. You open that door through that key. Come on this side and you will know what I'm talking. No one hears. Why is that? Because there is a wall of this false doctrine in between that stands. But the word of God, when it is truly preached, when the doctrine is preached, that wall fall for me and they will fall for them. But what I'm trying to tell you is how much it matter to know what is truth. If you feel someone all your life that you are a Christian by birth and by baptism and by communion and by good work and by following the Ten Commandments, at the age of 60, 65, someone comes and tells you, hey, that's all wrong. I will tell you the truth. People will not hear it. Last week, I shared with my SALT member this experience or my uh, talking with my dad. My dad and me in front, right? I was telling that God has given me privilege to talk to him and tell him in front of his eyes, Dad, you will die and go into hell because you'd never accepted Jesus Christ as personal savior. It's very rare you may get that opportunity to talk to someone like that. Now my dad is receptive for my, what I tell them, but his belief is as long as I'm following the Ten Commandments, as long as I'm not doing anything wrong, I'm going to go heaven. So he believed in Jesus. But he believes in as long as I, as long as I do, as long as I am good. You see, it's all about I, following the commandment. Though he know he cannot follow, very sure. But everyone around that believe in the same thing. Because they want to be preached with this false doctrine of Catholicism. And many of the pastors come to their home. They lift them up like you are a greatest leader in this city. There is no good Christian I have ever seen like you. And tell that man that you need a savior. Will he take it? He will not. Because you have given him so much of the false doctrine that he don't know what truth is. And that's why my friend, I'll read one chapter one verse for you, 2 Timothy 4.2, it says, Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort, with all long-suffering and doctrine. This incidence which I told you about my dad, there was not a good condition at my home. Emotionally, there was some issue going on. But when I was on with him call, I tried to give him that word because I felt I may not get this more opportunity. He may not get this opportunity. When the call was ended, I was thinking in myself, shall, was that the right time? And this was the verse which gave me the peace. Be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebook, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. What is the word? Doctrine, give them what you believe it is wrong. 
See, why do you think that we have multiple denomination? Because we did not believe what Bible says as it is. We the people decided there can be some more to that. We are called fundamental independent Baptist church. Why is that? Because we believe in the fundamental principle of the Bible as it is what Bible says. We don't add to it. We don't remove to it. See, I'll give you an example. As you know, I'm a, I'm a good cook. <laughs> so, I prepare like one dish called, say, chicken biryani. I know the main ingredients of that biryani, right? I know the chicken is required, spices are required, curd is required, rice is required. These are major ingredients which prepare the good biryani. Now, no matter how good your cheese is, I don't require that cheese in my recipe. I have what is the right recipe. Now imagine, I preparing that biryani with all this ingredient and added a sand to it. And I cooked it, it will look good, it will say, smell good, but it will not taste good. Right? When you have the whole word, let me talk about, and we will end with one the last example. When we have the complete word of God, when Lord said, don't add it, don't remove it. We have the whole word of God, a message for salvation and sanctification. When I told you, you why there are multiple denominations, now one of the denominations I will talk, I'll give an example. When I gave you this Recipe example, if you ask, like one, there is one denomination which is so much influence in our India, is the Pentecostal churches. Now if you ask them, hey, we walk by faith, not by sight. Yes, we believe that. Hey, but the faith is substance of the thing hoped for, the evidences of thing not seen, as the Bible says. Yes, we believe that. But we also believe in tongues. We also believe in visions. We also believe in dreams. We also believe in that and we also in that. What I'm trying to tell you is, if you don't understand the doctrine, you keep on adding, you keep on adding, and now it becomes the false doctrine. And the impact is so heavy. As Paul mentioned, you get another Jesus, another spirit, another gospel. Why is that, he said? Because people try to add to that. They do not want to stand firm on the word. One last verse, which I'll, because we are time up and I have so many things to talk about that. But I think well, the time is done. But I can give you all the scripture, uh, which uh, a Bible again and again talks about the, uh, the doctrine. Why should we continue? But I like to end up with, with the small scripture at the end. Can you turn your Bible to 1 Timothy 6.1, 1 Timothy 6.1, and here as you know, the Timothy means Paul is talking and telling to Timothy, instructing him, 1 Timothy 6.1, he says, let as many servants as are under the yoke count their own masters worthy of all honor, now read this, that the name of God and what? And his doctrine be not be blasphemed. 
He does not say, just God as long as you have God. The God and his doctrine when teaching is concerned, when you're trying to win the soul, right? If your doctrine is not right, what you are going to tell to the people while you go, go for a soul winning? What, what do you teach them? So important it is, my friend, as I told you, doctrine matters. I got saved because someone in this church shared the doctrine with me, the word of God, which is truth. When the truth is preached, it is like a mirror to me. Like when you wake up, what you do? First you go to the mirror. You check your hairs, right? You, you check your collar, you check your dress. You correct the things which does not look good and then you come out. The mirror, the glass mirror is for your body. This is for your soul. When it is rightly preached, it, it shows my condition of the soul. When I see the condition of my soul, when I know I am a sinner, and then it tells me that I needed a savior. And the people get saved. I got saved. You know why? Because doctrine matters. Praise the Lord for the Bible which he has given to us. Continue. Be a student. It's wonderful to be in the Bible. As Charles Spurgeon said, you may visit many books. Live in the Bible. Praise the Lord. Thank you.